yes sir you already know what time it is bronx bias podcast episode 43 shout out to everybody out there getting to the bag Flipping my Frito legs. I showed her a Xanax, she hurried up and took it. I fucked her so good, she got up and started cooking. That's that shit right there. Do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 43 of the Bronx Bias Podcast. I am your host. My name is Denzel, a.k.a. Harry Potter, a.k.a. Debron James, back like Jordan wearing the faux five. I want to start by saying thank you to everyone who tunes in, who likes, who subscribes, who shares, and who supports. Thank you to everyone who is active and engaging on the social media platforms with me. I truly, truly, truly appreciate all of the love and all of the support that I receive from y'all. Thank you to all the essential workers out there. And thank you to all the people out here who are continuously using their voices to affect change in a positive way. We always, 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 always have to start the shows with the thank yous. The thank yous are very, 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 very important. And we are going to have a great, great, great show today. Great show today. I'm so excited about it. I can't wait for for you guys to hear all of the greatness that happens later on in the show. I'm just in such a great mood. Everything is where it's supposed to be, and every day is a blessing, and I truly believe that, man. So we're going to have a great, 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 great show, and I am ready. Let's go. I am in a very, very, very good mood. Today's intro was an amazing song by an amazing artist. It is called Get Paid by Young Dolph off of the album King of Memphis. Shout out to Young Dolph, man. That song really just makes me want to get to it. It's like the ultimate like Red Bull type song. Like it just gives you energy and makes you want to go out there and handle whatever you got to handle. Like it's 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 great. It's just so great cuz we got to get paid out here, fam. We got to get to it. Whatever it is, we got to get to it. So, shout out to Young Dolph. I really just love that song. I just love that song. And Young Dolph's music is so crazy, right? His music is so crazy, you can't even, like, play it everywhere. There was a story about um, two baristas, young college baristas, um, who were fired, literally got fired from their jobs for playing his song, Get Paid, at the coffee shop that they were working at. I think they were working at, like, a, a college campus coffee shop. I don't remember the college, but they were literally fired for playing his song, Get Paid. 
And then, which was super, super cool about it, which was super cool about it, young Dolph heard that these two young guys got fired from playing his music. And during his performance at Rolling Loud, the music festival, he had gave them $20,000. He gave them $20,000 to the two guys who got fired. And I just thought that was super cool. Like, that was super, super cool. He, like, heard, like, damn, they just got fired for playing my music. Like, that's foul. He hooked, he found them. He looked them up. He found them. He hooked them up with 20K. And just to, like, you know, just as a little something, like, that was, and that was, like, super dope. I thought that was super, super cool by him to do. Um, So, shout out to Young Dolph again. And if you want to give me a few dollars, I tell you what, if you want to give me a few dollars for, you know, showing you some love, it'll be much appreciated. You just let me know. Shoot a brother a DM and all of my bank information can be sent over, okay? You just say the word, brother, and I, and... Shit, you will have all of my information. <laughs> but shout out to Young Dolph, man. I just love that song. And shout out to him. It's just that was the perfect song for today, just to get inspired, get motivated for the show. So shout out to Young Dolph. Now it's time for my favorite, 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 favorite segment of the podcast. It is called Bronx Facts. For those of you guys who do not know, or maybe it's your first time listening to the show, Bronx Facts is the segment I like to do at the beginning of each show, just to give one fact about the Bronx, New York, that people may not know, that people may have never heard before, just to try and show how many great things, how many great ideas, and how many great people come from the Bronx, New York. So, without any further ado, your Bronx Fact for today is The Point Community Development Corporation is an organization dedicated to young to youth development and the cultural and economic revitalization of the Hunts Point section of the South Bronx. Celebrating over 20 years of service, the point offers a multifaceted approach to asset based community development. Its programming falls within three main headings, all aimed at comprehensive revitalization of the Hunts Point community, those being youth development, art and culture, and community development. For more information or to see how to get involved with this organization, you can visit thepoint.org. And that is your Bronx Fact for episode number 43. son where'd you find this also real quick real quick if you're a person out there who wants to be featured on this show just hit me up on social media um with your name and with your email and um i will get uh information out to you just to show you uh what we do and how i would have you on just want to put that out there real quick all right so we are getting right to the shits today today we have a very 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 special guest very special guest. Um, she is Kira Clement, the creator of Crystal Aura Cosmetics and former co-worker of mine at the slave ship that shall remain nameless on this <laughs> Black-owned platform. That slave ship shall remain nameless on this Black-owned platform. But Kira, how are you? Hi, guys. My name is Kira Clement again. I'm CEO of Crystal Aura. I'm doing great today. I'm excited. 
to be doing this podcast with the legendary Denzel. (laughs) Uh, Compliments are very, are very encouraged. If you feel like complimenting me more and more throughout the podcast, I will not stop you. Okay. (laughs) I will not stop you. All right. So Kira, um, Mm -hmm. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. You know, as soon as I got off the slave ship and got my freedom, it has been, uh, it has been great. I feel better than, um, I feel better than Kunta when they let him off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Lies. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so Kira, where are some of the places that the people could reach you uh, so they could get in contact with you and see all of your beautiful creations? Um, you can follow my page um, on Instagram at Roy underscore K R O Y. A-U-T-E underscore K-A-Y. My lip, my cosmetics page is Crystal Aura Cosmetics, which is C-R-Y-S-T-A-L-A-U-R-A-C-O-S-M-E-T-I-C-S. Facebook, my name, it's my name, Kira Clement, K-E-I-R-A-C-L-E-M-E-N-T. And if you need to find my website, it's on the, the link is in my bio on my Instagram, um, which is Crystal Aura. Well, Kira, also, I know you uh, you passed a few spelling bees because that was some really good spelling from you off, on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> like, as I'll be spelling my name, like when I, you know, plug my Instagram, and my Twitter, and I'm, I have to retake it like five times just spelling my own name. So <laughs> shout out to you. The public school, uh, the public school system should be proud by your uh, spelling work. Public charter, <laughs> public charter. <laughs> Let them know. Let them know, Queen. Okay, so we got to get started. Um, The first thing I want to know from you is um, what inspired you to start your business, your creation or your movement? You know, so the Bronx Buyers podcast, obviously, double meaning. I'm from the Bronx. I want to promote it. I want to show the great things about it um, for people who may not know. And also, I want to like, you know, let people know, like, you know, using your voice is great. Using your voice is impactful. Like we've seen the fucking social justice things that are going on, people just out here letting people know how they feel. Um, even with the voting, like we had record numbers of voting. Like, I just think mm. that shit is so important. And it's yeah. like, all right, well now with this podcast, I'm going to empower myself, but I'm also going to empower a whole bunch of other people just yeah. to, you know, speak and let people know how you feel. So for you, obviously doing cosmetics and all the other things that you do, what inspired you to start? Because I think that is like going to be way different from my reason. <laughs> um, actually, the idea came from my little sister. She is super smart. Um, she's a little entrepreneur. She wants to do everything. And she came to me one day and was like, I want to sell lip gloss. And I always try to support her in, um, you know, any of the business ventures she want to do. But she never really took it seriously as like, super serious to start like a full business LLC and she kept asking me kept asking me and I was like in my head I was like why would she want me to start a business you know growing up I had big lips well consider myself to have big lips and people always used to tell me especially family members that oh you shouldn't wear lip gloss and you shouldn't wear certain color lipsticks because it highlights your lips and your lips look too big so they don't look good on you so I was always kind of like me doing lip gloss is kind of Thing, but I never wanted to pass that narrative to her to be like, oh, I shouldn't sell lips, um, lip glosses or lips, lipsticks because society thinks that, you know, it's not fit for me or certain things doesn't look good. And it also plays on like 
you know, I want her to be very confident in who she is and beauty and all of that. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it and I'm going to go, you know, head on. And I started doing that and I was realizing like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it the right way. I'm going to do the LLC, the website. And I started getting super interested when I was doing the research and um, whether I wanted to make it or vendors or, and themes and ideas and it all just started flowing it. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to make it happen. So started um, my cosmetics. Yeah. That's great. Also, too, let me tell you, let me tell you, there's a whole bunch of European people out there who would love to have those things that you have naturally on your face, <laughs> putting all kinds of chemicals in their lips just to make it look like yours. Yep, so, true. you know now, what I'm saying? Yeah. Send Rihanna a DM, too, so you could be a Fenty ambassador. <laughs> um, definitely look into that. I love Rihanna. Yes. Yes. Me too. Me too. I'll wear some Fenty too. If she, if she, if she tell me to, I will. I will. Um, so with, with your cosmetic line and with your, um, your entrepreneurial business, um, well, what, do, what is, what do you want to convey and what do you want your overall messages to be? I know that the women empowerment movement is big, but also like, I like to see when women of color and, you know, embrace the, the beauty that they naturally have and they highlight it with, you know, using their cosmetics, like for mm -hmm. tailored specifically for women of color. So, you know, I've, I've been, you know, that guy that had to go with a girl to Sephora and everything. And I'm like, uh -huh. you know, there's nothing, even I can notice it. There's nothing really here for people who look like us. So, uh -huh. you know, what are the, what is the biggest thing that you want to convey with Crystal Aura Cosmetics? Uh, my slogan, well, people don't really notice, but I do have a slogan and it's beauty is radiant. And it also plays into the name. Um, also, you know, I wanted to promote beauty as not what society says. Okay, this year we're going to appreciate women with big lips, but next year we won't. Or this year we're going to all love women of color and dark complexion. And next year it's, a, you know, like I don't want it to be uh, um, there to be like a physical bar to meet to be considered beauty, you know. And I was, I wanted to promote beauty as an aura, as a vibe, as something inside you, the energy you give off. So Crystal Aura, I kind of got the name from the first thing that came to me was Aura, actually. And I, because I wanted that to be the message, you know, to, if I'm going to promote beauty products and promote beauty to women, I want it to be that aura that positive vibe you get when you wear makeup and you feel a little prettier is not necessarily because oh you look prettier because of the makeup you look pretty because you feel pretty and you give off that energy of confidence and I got so that's where the aura um, part came in and when I was doing research I wanted it to represent some I always also wanted something pretty to be in the name so I chose crystals you know crystals are pretty stones rock you know and when I was doing my research, I stumbled upon the crystal aura and I took it as a sign. Like, you know what? This is the aura crystal was gorgeous. It's exactly what I mean. I need. And it had meaning behind it also. It's the pure it actually had like a bunch of meanings. Um purification was one, healing, um, manifestation, and all these other things that come if you believe in. Um, I kind of took it as a a sign like you know what this is the name I'm gonna go with and moving forward everything I do has to have meaning or purpose so yes 
That's great. I like that. But I like that idea. Like, you know, obviously the way most things are, right? The way most things are portrayed in the media or the products that come out are never really tailored to this, right? They're never mm-hmm. really tailored to that. But I like that, just the empowerment of it. Like, man, fuck that. Like, we got it. And we have uh, things that are beautiful about us naturally. And yeah. let's highlight ourselves through these products or through our movements. Yeah. And show the general public who is just unaware, like, we're we're crystals. Like, what you mean? Yeah. Like, we are crystals. We, yeah, I'm a crystal. <laughs> like, I, I'm a crystal from the Bronx. That's a fact. So <laughs> we are. And like, so when we when we portray these messages, it's like, yeah, word. Like, I am that. And, yeah. you know, that's why I like to have people on who start their own movements, because it's like everyone's story is different. But everyone's yeah. story is kind of the same. The same way how I'm saying our voices are important. You're saying our beauty, physical beauty, our uh, emotional beauty, our, you know, all these other beauties are great. The energy, yeah. Yeah, the, hot, the mm-hmm. energy, the aura, literally. And for, I feel like for the next generation of young women or women in general, it's like the more they hear that, the more they believe that. And then the, yeah. that's how the world changes. Yeah, so, yeah. That we're is more like, progressive today than we were before. And um moving forward, we don't know if it's going to, you know, go backwards or we're going to go forward. So the message, the goal is we're here now, this generation, we're going to try and move forward, push forward, like do better as a people for our people. Yes, 100%. 100%. Um, So the next thing I want to know, because I know that your answer may be slightly different than mine, or it might actually be the same. I don't know. I'm going to say it. Um, what are some shortcomings to try and overcome with beginning any new venture? So personally, Denzel, when I mm-hmm. first got this microphone and I started talking into it just to see, try to get acclimated to it, I said, this is how I sound? This is horrible. <laughs> this is, I cannot believe that my voice sounds like this. I didn't know that my voice sounded like this. I'm like, who would want to hear this? Like, this is horrible. So I had so much like self-doubt and insecurity in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And I just had to like, just push through it and say, no, like if this, I feel like this is my purpose, the the sound of my voice can't stop me. And I'm thinking about other people with crazy voices too, who are out here yeah. doing shit. Mm-hmm. So that is something that I had to like really push past just the insecurity of my own voice, the self-doubt of my own yeah. voice. Yeah. So for you, what were what were some things that you had to overcome when you started Crystal Aura? Um, I, you know, starting off a business is not easy at all. And honestly, <laughs> I didn't really know much people who were starting off businesses for me to reach out to, to um, ask and, you know, to get much information for. So I had to do a lot of research and, you know, um, even when you started your stuff, you, you know, um, told me about the LLC and to make sure I had the name and own ownership. To every- so, you know, I was learning things along the way, but now that I'm starting and the ball is rolling, I think for me, it's time. Like it's very time consuming, like very, and the products I have to, I want to put out, you know, you got to research, do find the vendors, you got to test them. And it's not just about testing and selling them. You have to promote them. And then you, it's the aesthetics. So I, I revamped my page um, 
my lip gloss, my cosmetic page um, once already because the aesthetics was just kind of everywhere. So I was learning that along the way that, okay, we need to make sure everything looks good so people could want to come to your page and buy. And now I'm noticing that even though, yes, it's good, it could be better. I need to take more professional pictures. So now I have to invest money into cameras, which are like thousands of dollars, hundreds of dollars to try and take these pictures. I mean, I could pay someone to do it for me, but then I have a lot of products coming out. So that's going to be a lot of money pointed. So my shortcoming would, like I said, will be time because I want to put out a lot of stuff and it's such a short time to try and um, do everything. Like for example, the holidays are coming out and people usually like to spend money around the holidays, honestly. And there's certain products I want to put out. Like I wanted to, um, I'm working on my holiday line, my Christmas um, eyeshadow palette and matte lipsticks. And it's taking time because, you know, the process of testing and making sure it's good. And then I have to take pictures and models and all of that um, to release by a certain deadline, you know? So, um, so yeah, it would probably be time and figuring out how to um, get clients, buyers, you know? So promoting would be my right. next thing. Proper promotion. Yeah. yeah. That's that's difficult in all um, starting fields. You know what I noticed too? I I don't I don't know if you noticed this with with social media. Just let's leave it on social media. If I post a picture of myself, just me, a <laughs> selfie, I'm out somewhere. I took a picture. Mm-hmm. People love it. Oh wow, you look great! Like double yeah. tap. I post the pod, and maybe here it's a sprinkling here or there. I don't yeah. know what that I don't know what that that is in the brain where yeah. you literally when you see me you like it but yeah. when you see what I'm doing or creation or something I'm trying to push eh, yeah maybe it's harder uh, to get that yeah attention yeah. And like so it's like a slow roll it happens to me too like you know same thing whenever I post a lip gloss I might get a little likes and stuff but I've been trying to find people who already have a good following to either try and promote it or wear it um there's this girl I used to go to school with. Um, we're really good. Her name is Jasmine Ayana. She does makeup and she has a pretty good following. So I send my products to her to test try and give her views and do on her clients also to try and bring in um, people to follow. So um, it's happening slowly, but surely. But yeah, when it comes to me posting the products and stuff on my page, it is so hard to try and get people to get a tech, you know, come into it. And I think that people probably do check my page and they'd be like, oh, she has a little 200 followers. Maybe not. If they, if I had 10K, they probably would have followed like, oh yeah, you know, she's super popular, but I have faith, you know, yeah. it's going to get there someday, slowly but surely we're going to get there. That is so strange. It's like when you have already, let's say we had 10K each, people would follow, mm-hmm. no problem. Yeah. But when yeah. you're trying to, how else am I going to get to 10K <laughs> if you don't follow? So everybody out there, follow me. Follow Kira. We, we're yes. trying to get there. Hello. How tell else are we going to get there? <laughs> how else are we going to get there without y'all? Come on now. Stop playing. Stop playing with us. <laughs> Stop playing with us. Um, This is, I think this is a great one. Because I. Um, when people ask me this, I, my answer always changes. I want to see what you which you would pinpoint it to. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give to a young person 
who wanted to start their own business or their own creation. For me, I've always, I, my answer changes so much. When if someone comes to me like on a podcast angle, how, what would you suggest to me? I always say, you gotta be prepared. You gotta mm-hmm. be prepared. Like uh, people don't understand how difficult it is to just speak for an hour straight. People don't understand mm-hmm. the, the preparation you have to do, the writing, the angles that you have to take. How do you want mm-hmm. this to come off? Do you want to portray yourself as you're looking at this seriously or comedically? You you know, yeah. you don't want to mix mm-hmm. words. Like all of that is different. But then somebody else will say, and I would say, nah, I wouldn't say preparation. I would say self-confidence because I had to deal with that too. You got to be confident in what you're doing. My answer yeah. always changes. Uh-huh. So for you, what advice would you give to a young person who sought advice from you? Um, I have to choose one thing or can I say? A no, few? It, could be, okay. it could be as many as you want um one research you know um you have to really research not just um what you're doing and people who have been doing that but also you need to research um your clients like who are you the what population are you reaching out to who Mm -hmm. do you want to grasp on and how can I accommodate for myself to promote what I want to and still for them for what the people want um and patience you know when you start off your business you expect it to go you know booming at the first you know day you want everything to be gone and sold out and be a millionaire overnight but I mean it probably happens to some people you know but patience is key you know it takes a little time and you're gonna get there you can't give up you have to keep going and keep focus and also for me personally I like to like create little projects for myself so if I'm doing this launch and this type of lip glosses for the summer then I'm focusing all on that if I was to try and focus on oh summer winter fall this that and every way I'm never going to get anything done so choose a focus point and work on it work on the aesthetics for it work on the products for it, the people you need to grasp and how can you take advantage of the moment and the the seasons and everything around you to play for um part for your um business, you know? It all helps. It all helps, honestly. Like even though COVID is you know, COVID is happening and I'm sorry for everyone who lost their lives and had to deal with the sickness and it's a terrible thing happening. But you could also take advantage of the everything that's happening in your home, your focus, you know. Uh, people are some still kind of their home. They want to buy buy stuff, sell stuff. They they spend a lot of money, you know. Take advantage. So yeah, take advantage of the situation around you. So yeah. How has um how has COVID affected you? Because I mean, I don't ever want to sound insensitive, and I'm not trying to be people listening. But, you know, COVID is generally recognized as something that's terrible. And of course it is. And 2020 mm-hmm. as a whole has been considered a horrible year. But yeah. personally, Denzel, as it relates to me, this has been a fantastic year for me. <laughs> this has been an incredible year for me. Like I've accomplished so many things. I've gotten so many places, places that I never even thought I would get. Speaking to people I thought I would never speak to. Collaborating with people that I didn't think I would. So, I mean, selfishly, for me personally, mm-hmm. 2020 has been fantastic, <laughs> even though it's, you know, even though it's generally considered 2020 is a year of a lot of strife, a lot of yeah. turmoil. 
But how has COVID in 2020 been to you personally? Um, actually, it's been similar to you, Denzel. I had a great 2020, honestly. Like, um, yes, it's, it probably was a shock with everything going on and the fear and what could happen and what happened and people losing jobs and income and all these fears and things happen in the year. But on a whole, it's been a great year for me. Um, at first they had us, you know, working from home, which I was super excited about not having to really leave bed. But, <laughs> but you know, even though I didn't really, um, my job wasn't really that good to us. The um, slave just... ship, you can say it. You can say it, Kara. <laughs> the slave ship. You can say it. The plantation. <laughs> yeah, so we had to, we still had to do what you had to do for money. But um, after I was freed, you know, from the slave ship, um, everything, a great thing started happening. I got more time to like really sit down and rest. I never understood how much sometimes we need to sit down and literally rest. Like I got to think, time to think and focus on things I want to do, you know, but hitting the gym, I started a business. I started um, really focusing and digging into personally, um, into myself, like focusing on myself and the meditating and yoga. And I, I honestly, I think I opened up a part of me that I didn't, um, know about you know uh, I had to face a lot of issues that I wasn't aware of you know like I became so self-aware this pandemic it's it's amazing it's am I'm super happy for I feel so free now um and I think that's probably been the biggest the thing for, biggest thing for me which is good which is basically everything you know once you know self you know everything right so the closer you get to self the happier you are with your life and I've realized that um, a lot of families, well, lower and middle class families don't really have that opportunity to sit down and breathe and be like, Wusa, I'm Kira, you know? So I, I can see how that's um, a disadvantage, especially in black communities or parents and families who work constantly and they don't have that moment to pause and be like, breathe or pause and do research, pause, read a book. It's always, a lot of people is always on the go. And I, uh, I understand why a lot of people who are or are already wealthy or stay-at-home wives accomplish so much because they have so much time to, like, <laughs> to sit down and breathe and focus, you know? Um, but it works for me also because I also don't have any kids, you know? Um, people who have kids probably have a harder time I'm maintaining um, identity of self at home when they drown in with, you know, the needs and wants of their kids. But personally for me, yeah, um, it's been a great year. I think I'm going into 2021 a stronger person and a better person I am today. Well, listen, again, we don't want to offend anyone out there who's going through it because this year has been difficult for a lot of people. But that is like, I was thinking about that too. I was having a conversation when I first started this podcast, we were still on the plantation 
And <laughs> I was like, man, I just need time. Like I would, I would try to write on lunch breaks and it's not enough time. You, I'm yeah. trying to do research for what I want to talk about on the show. I don't have enough time. I come home from work. I have to cook for tomorrow's lunch. If I go to the yeah. gym, I come home. I want to shower. I want to go to bed. I don't yeah. have time to write. I don't have time to think. I don't have time to create. I don't have yeah. time to reach out to people. Mm-hmm. And when COVID shut everything down and I was like, I'm out of here. Like I'm off the slave ship. I'm out of mm-hmm. this plantation. I was just like, I had so much time. I was writing every day. I would get up and I would just write all day. I yeah. would just come up with ideas all day. I would do so much research all day. I would look up people and how they started and look at their journeys, apply for things that I never thought I would have. I never thought two years ago, I would have my own business. I would yeah. have a, a trademark of this logo. I would have a <laughs> logo that represents me. When people see it as they'll think of Denzel. I didn't even think that was possible until I was able to sit my ass down for a minute. Yeah and actually say, what do I want to be? Who do I want to be? And how am I going to be it? Because these, yeah. these plantations is all the same, just with different names. <laughs> you work at one yeah. place, they yeah. taken away your time. You work at another place, it may be a little better than the place you was at before, but they're still taking your time. So mm-hmm. that's like, COVID has like a, been a huge blessing. Again, I don't want to be offensive to anyone, but for me, <laughs> Yeah, COVID has just been a huge blessing because it's just like, okay, now I have no excuse. I have no reason to not get my shit to where I want it to be because I have have all this time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that goes right into the next one. Um, So what keeps you motivated in this space? Right. The Bronx Buyers podcast. I didn't think anyone would want to hear it in the beginning. I said, who the fuck is going (laughs) to want to listen to me? Who the fuck going to want to listen to me talk? But like in this in this time of doing this, so I'm up to 43 episodes now, this 43 week process, not even a year. I've had people hit me from all across the country, literally. Wow, I can't believe there's a person out here, you know, regular dude doing a podcast. It's always someone who's an established person. Yeah. I'm, wow, I'm so inspired by that. Please keep it up. I, I really enjoy listening to you. Even that just I really enjoy listening to you. It's just like. Whoa, whoa. How could I stop? Right. How could I yeah. even stop? So yeah. for you with, with your products and with everything else that you got your hands in, uh-huh. what keeps you motivated to keep on creating and keep on thinking of new things? Um, I think right now I have a lot of ideas that I want to execute, you know, and the fact that I have so much, I can't give up until it, I'm never going to forgive myself if I don't get a chance to execute it, you know? So maybe, um, so I haven't really had that much time to sit down and be like, why are you doing this? So not why are you doing it, but, you know, to make me question it because I still have so much stuff to, you know, um, to give. That's one. And two, sometimes if I'll be like, oh, maybe I could postpone this just being procrast- you know, procrastinating. And I sometimes I sit down and think and be like, you're a CEO. This is your business. How are you going to give up or your business and not put in the work in your business? So it really behaved me like, come on, is this what you really want to put out there for, you know, your name is attached to this. They're going to look at Crystal Laura and you want to what? Not post anything, not give new content, not just dry and wind. I'm like, come on, you're a business owner, you're a CEO, get it together and push through till it's done you're gonna be happy in the end and I also feel like you know my message and mission is bigger than me like 
I really do want to promote the uh, beauty, you know, as an energy. I'm so big, well, so big on it now, you know, trying to, this whole spiritual advancement thing, since I've got so much time to, you know, uh, be with self and dig into self. I've been really trying to um, enlighten myself and I want to promote that always to people. Beauty is an energy. It's an aura. You are beautiful. And we boss niggas. We boss niggas. You said that, it hit me. Like, you said it. I'm a boss, like, word. Like, because honestly, seriously, like, when we were growing up, you and I, right? Maybe we grew up in different spots or whatever, but you was just in taught in your head, you had to survive. You got to make sure your lights are stay on. You got to yeah. make sure there's food in the fridge. You got to make sure that there's, you know, whatever, electricity in the house. Yeah. But beyond that, how many kids think at young years, 13, 14, 15, 16, that they could be fucking bosses and that they right. can have their own movements that literally change culture. That right. is like, you don't even, when you sit in your classroom and they're teaching you about math and shit that you don't even use now, when's the last time you've seen a parabola hanging around? <laughs> when's the last time? It's like, but if the kids had it in them from young, from babies that, mm-hmm. They can create things that will change literally the world. Yeah. It be a whole different place where you wouldn't wake up at in your mid or late 20s and say, hmm, I got a little time on my hands. Let me do this passion project. And you yeah. would have it in you from young to where I have this, I'm an amazing artist. You're seven years old and you can draw better than anybody else. Why don't I try and sell my art? Why? Yeah. Yeah. Like, why not? So, for us, you know, younger people, we're not old by any stretch, but we're a little older than the generation out now. But yeah. for us to come out and say, we're bosses, and it's not on no, you know, uh, head up my ass type shit. It's just, we're <laughs> bosses. We have yes. taken the Your time. Businesses. We have taken the time and we have done the research and we have done the, we've put our blood, sweat and tears into creating these entities. And look at us. Look how happy yeah. we look. Yeah. <laughs> I have never, I tell you, Kara, in 2020, when I got off the plantation, when I got my freedom, my walking papers, I have never been the more happy than now. Mm-hmm. Just literally just having the opportunity to live my life. Even yeah. if I don't do it, even if yeah. I don't work on the pod for the day, I could just go outside, go for a walk. I yeah, could just so go somewhere, right? like- <laughs> go somewhere in the city on a random Wednesday at three o'clock p.m. Right, like it's right. just you just Imagine have that time. You have the time just to be like, well, who is Denzel anyway? Yeah. You know, what I'm saying? like you even just could figure that out. So, for the young people out there, it's like, look, Denzel and Kira, we from New York, we live the way most of y'all live right now. But if you have the drive, the passion, the motivation. You can create literally anything that you want to create. So yeah, if um, it took COVID for us, good for us. But for y'all, do it so you don't have to wait on a pandemic to come. To <laughs> um, yeah, let me uh, to back up, um, back to when you were saying um, growing up, we didn't really have much people um, starting businesses and stuff. And I think that's kind of... Bec- mainly because our parents, you know, they were always, well, for me personally, my parents, well, parents, my mother, you know, single parent, um, (laughs) was always in survival mode, like always. And I think that 
society kind of trained their mind to think that we just need to have a good job and that's it. Like they never really thought above and beyond. So even though sometimes you hear people come and say, you could do anything, you could be anything, you still like see like majority of the people in your society and environment and around you and family, they work for people, one, and they always promote get a job, work for this person, do this. You might not like your job every time, but stick with it. And I understand like where it's coming from, you know, cause bills gotta get paid and they right. have, uh, are in survival mode. They gotta do what they gotta do regardless of whether they like it or not to make it happen. But they, at that moment, they didn't think of how that uh, mindset would um, affect kids. I had an aunt who, um, I had this discussion with um, one of my cousins She um, in Trinidad. She does hair now. like She does a really good job um, doing hair. And one of my aunts was like, but that's not a real job. And she's like, they're not going to give you no 401k. You're not going to be having your social security. Why would you try to do hair as a job? That's not a uh, thing. She need to go and uh, get a government job or something. And I had to have that conversation with her. Like, no, you can't push people away from their dreams and tell them they're not going to make it because it's not the um, the way you have lived it. And we need to promote more people um, becoming bosses, more people owning businesses and creating wealth. That's the only way wealth is really going to run through your family and stuff. And yes, she has, she would have to take more initiative to saving and social securities and stuff because it is her own business, but that doesn't mean it's impossible. So I have to, um, you know, we really had that conversation with her. And it was interesting to see how like their mindset were, were or is still to this day, a lot of um, parents um, mindset is, which is to get a job. Even my mom, sometimes she'd be like, it's a pandemic. I don't think you should start a business. You know, it's, um, you know, you're throwing a lot of money in the air, but you got to spend money to get money, you know, invest in yourself. If nobody gonna bet on you you have to bet on you you know you have to invest in yourself and don't ever feel like it's not gonna work out it's gonna work out once you put the effort in it's gonna work out you know and that's how I feel about myself so so yeah growing up we didn't have that um um mindset and also too that whole sitting down to get a breath and breathe and realize like who I am and take a walk in the park I personally didn't do that so you know, just so never in my life did I think that it was really that important um, to sit down and really have a long time with Kiva, like for whatever period of time. I always was always on the go. I want to volunteer. I want to um, work. I want to do this, that, dance class, anything. And honestly, like, yeah, sometimes you need a stop in life to be like, you who are you you know and probably a lot of wealthy people have that moment they wake up in their big mansions get the maids to clean the house and <laughs> take a deep breath and ride the horse around the estate i don't know you know like <laughs> all right but yeah mm-hmm. um so uh this is the last of the important questions quote unquote important um how can we leave a path for the future generation of creators my biggest thing is always just 
provide, I want to provide opportunities for them. I just think about how I grew up, you know, you go to school, it's just math, English, social studies, gym, and lunch, right? Mm -hmm. There's nothing there to get the, get the creative juices flowing in kids. Like I've been around kids in my high school who were some of the best artists I've ever seen. Like, how do you fucking take a pen and create beautiful art on paper? You can't teach that, but you need something to cultivate that. There's kids out there who write poetry. Just, I felt like I looked at the sky and I just wrote a beautiful poem. Why aren't there things there to uh, uh, cultivate those talents that are innate in young people? So for me, I would love to just open something and have kids come in and that we can like, let all their creative juices flowing or let their all the creative juices flow um, because it's just something that wasn't afforded to me in my upbringing. Um, but how would you, if you had anything, if you could do anything, how would you say that we can leave a path for the future generation of creators? Um, the hard hitting question <laughs> on the Bronx Bias podcast. <laughs> The hard hitting. Um, <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, for creators, um, I, I, I'm gonna be honest. Um, you have a lot of great ideas. Everything you said was was great, but I have not um, actually thought about that as creating a path for creators. You know, as for youths as a whole, um, you know, I I work with. Um, Brooklyn Youth with National Council of Negro Women, and we mentor um, young kids, well, girls, right? And I, I like to think of that as like my small, even now, impact onto the world and society, you know, working in your community with these young women, because these this is the next generation, you know? So if you could teach them to be open and their mindset and to be go-getters, you know, um, that's a start. I would like to say that's a start. Um, uh, for me, like I said, I don't think I ever really thought about focusing on creators as a thing. I think that's in general, I've always been, um, you know, wanting to, to help the, the younger generation. Um, I think that the problem with us not having programs and stuff, yes, we definitely need those things. But I think that's part of... Um, the systematic race, systemic racism uh, that came about all year round finally was um, revealed <laughs> to society as though it was never happening. Um, we need to, I know elections just passed, but we need to pay attention to politics and vote, okay? That's the only way we're gonna get funding in our communities. That's the only way we're gonna get um, the things that we need because they are taking fundings from, education and putting it elsewhere example the prison and prisons yeah um yeah and these fundings could go to those programs like you were saying then so like there's a lot of schools um that could probably there's a lot of a couple art schools and stuff in you know in new york is a bunch a bunch of them yes people could go to but um a lot of schools used to have um programs after school for you to do these things you know and they're slowly being um defunded or cut short and now we're limiting the kids um ability to expand into areas that they might flourish in 
we're basically sticking them to the math English and suffocating their their creativity so personally my answer to that we beat one to vote and yeah like you said if you for creators if you feel like um, creating programs for them to express you know it's never too much it's never too much to help. So I, I, I think like the, the whole school joint, like that's another separate podcast, like in terms of just everything that is wrong with school. But like, I just think about like, you said it, education is defunded and money is taken and put in other places that are, wouldn't say essential things. I think about me. I went to high school. I graduated high school in 2010, 2010, 10 years ago. There was no heat in my high school in the wintertime. There was no AC in the summertime. So it's like, where's this money going? I know the money's out there. I know the money out there. Cause riot gear is not cheap. So when, when homies is downtown in the Barclay Center protesting after George Floyd is murdered, how, how mm, there's five, six, seven, eight trucks out here. Hmm. There's police out here with military equipment on. I wonder where did my high school's heat and budget go? And it's just like, why, why would we want to subject the kids to that? The kids are going to create all the beautiful things that happen in the world. Right. When, when, you know, Steve Jobs created Apple, he was a kid at one point. If he was never even had the thought of maybe I could do something great, he would never make something that's literally in everyone's hands. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that like, we have to pay, we have to give more love and more attention to the next generation of people much less creators, people. Why, when you go to school, they teach you about parabolas or rhombuses or parallelograms, bullshit. (laughs) And they don't teach you about taxes. They don't teach you about equity. They don't teach you about credit. They don't teach you about the shit that you're going to need in life. Why is that? Like, you know, so that's a whole separate podcast. That is my complete conspiracy (laughs) <laughs> and we don't have enough time to really get into my brain when it comes to that. Why education is the way it is. That's yeah. another two hours right there. We don't have time for that. But yes, the, I just think be, like to be continued. Yeah, I just think like, you know, the kids is what we do everything for. You know, when you have, yeah. well, obviously your parents, they do everything for you as a kid. They do everything yeah. that they can. But for us, you know, in the younger generation, we're not as young, but that's what matters. The kids, if a one person hears this show, this pod, Denzel and Kira talking and they think, man, you know what? I can create something that we, our work is done. Our work is yeah. done. So yeah. that is the most important thing. The kids, the kids. So that is just like, whatever you can do, if you mentoring, if you're, if you have suggestions for them, if you just put in positive messages out on social media, yeah, whatever you can do in the community. And whatever you could it. do to yes, whatever you could do to help, do it. Do yeah. it. Do it. All right. So now I'm gonna try to replicate Kira's amazing spelling ability by saying you guys can follow me and hit me up on Instagram <laughs> at Rogers Neighborhood R O D G E R S Neighborhood <laughs> N-E-I-G-H-B-O-R-H-O-O-D. I knocked it out. <laughs> um so Kira, if you don't know every show i do um i do questions and answers from the listeners it's a great way to just keep them involved you know obviously the show is not all about me um so i love to do questions and answers from the listeners so what i want to do with you is answer maybe two or three 
um, questions from the listeners just to see your opinions on what they want to know. So the first question oh. I have here from the listeners is, who are some of your personal inspirations and or heroes? Um, mm, my personal inspirations, I have three. Um, mm -hmm. It's called women. Um, <laughs> Michelle Obama, I don't know, I'm in love with her. She's so classy, so educated, such a... I put her on a pedestal. Like I read the book, her um, her book. Um, it was long. You know, I'll be oh. <laughs> I read her book, Becoming, um, and I loved it. You know, um, yeah, super inspiring. I watched a few of her interviews. So inspiring. So I don't know. I'm in love with um Michelle Obama. I like um Iyana. I don't know if I'm saying her name right. Iana Van Vanguard. Iana Van Zant. Van wait, how you say that? <laughs> I, I thought it was Van God, no? Iana Van Zant. Okay, I am Iana, right? Van Zant. Iana. Iana Van Zant. I've been saying her name wrong forever. Sorry, it's the Caribbean in me. Iana, right, if you're listening, I'm sorry, Iana. Iana, <laughs> I'm sorry if you're listening. We love you. We love you. We go, you're going to fix our lives, too. No, right? Fix my, <laughs> fix my English. It's, um, yeah, so I, I watch a few of her stuff, um, too. And my friend Shannon always send me some of her interviews. And she's also inspiring, like, when it comes to, you know, digging deep and highlighting certain things we, you know, never paid attention to, like, certain things that could be traumatic, like, especially trauma in the Black community. Ever since, like, I've been paying attention to her, I realized how much trauma we suffer, you know? And when you see things like that, it make you understand people more, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's, like, for me, I feel like that's important to, in the world, you know, not to expect everyone to be like you, but to understand that, everyone's different and all these different traumas people may face and may have to deal with. And once you understand, you know, you, you deal with life a lot differently and people. So that's her. And then Oprah, why? That's a business woman. Okay. Oprah about the kaching. Hey, <laughs> she's a business woman. Um, she, uh, I've watched a few, um, of her uh, interviews also. Uh, she's very smart. She's very into the enlightenment and spiritual and um, side of things and really growth, you know, as a, a person and a being. And um, I'm really into that now, you know? I'm really into that knowing self and loving self and what's the next level to peace and love. And she promotes those things. And yes, she's about the money, you know? Um, Oh, it's that's that's so fire to me when I first seen it. Like <laughs> it's the Oprah Winfrey Network. Yeah, the acronym is OWN. Like own. I, yeah, okay. I own this. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I own it. <laughs> right. So inspirations. Yeah. So. All right. Well, that's oh, a great list. Well, go uh, ahead if you have another. Go ahead. No, um, Iana, of one adult. <laughs> uh, I think. Another thing that drew me to her was, I don't know, I, I feel like I could kind of see myself in her. Like, I, I, people do say she's um, aggressive and stuff. And I could kind of somewhat relate, you know. <laughs> me too. <laughs> so, me too. <laughs> <laughs> me 
me too. <laughs> um, I, I heard that a couple of times, you know, in my life or a lot of times. So I could kind of relate. Like I could see myself in her. So I guess that's another reason why I clicked to her. So, yeah. That's great. That's a great list. I mean, it's a great Michelle Obama class persona. For, I remember, I don't know if you remember, remember when Barack Obama first got elected everyone was calling her all kinds of monkey oh, and yeah. ape and just so dis like just blatantly disrespecting her like she wasn't the first lady like yeah the most overt racial mode racially motivated disrespect i had ever seen and mm-hmm. she just had so much grace like it was just mm-hmm. like was just like yeah get you you broke boys and you broke bitches get out of here like <laughs> i'm running things you don't even know how much i run and it's yeah. like, you could even pick from that because, you know, people obviously are going to try and, you know, attack your creations because of whatever reasons, jealousy or whatever. And it's yeah. just like, if the one of the most powerful people in the world or someone, the one of the most educated people in the world sees that and says, you brokies get out of my face. That's something that I can take. I've had people literally hit me and say, this is horrible. I hate this for uh-huh. in terms of the show. And I'm just like, I I just think of it like I challenge you out there. If you want to say something negative about the pod, that's fine. You can have your opinion. You go, you get a mic, you get equipment, you get a computer, you start a business, and you make forty three episodes of a show. And let, let's right. see what people think about yeah, yours. Yeah, exactly. Let them know. Let them know. <laughs> let them know. Yeah, I I I really like I like I think the Obamas in general. I, I yeah. picked so much up from them in just terms of like class, in terms yeah. of grace, because being the first black anything, much less the president, is going to be difficult. And how yeah. do you how do you you know deal with that? How do you deal with so many people out there? Social media, you could send a message to literally anyone in the world. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with, when you turn your phone on? You see so much negativity. How do you deal with that? And then all the stress of being the president, being the vice president, or being the first lady. How do yeah. you deal with that? And like, uh, she mentioned just... it in a book, um, actually, um, if you ever decide to um, read it. And um, Obama also uh, just released a book um, recently, too. But she mentions it in a book. How, you know, she's human. She's been upset. She probably shed a few tears. And the stuff they were saying to her was so crazy that she had to tune out into the world and really tune into self. Like, I'm none of these things these people are saying. Um you know, I'm on a mission and I'm handling that. Let the outside world just be exactly what it is outside and not affect us. So, and she, I mean, also too, being um, so face front, be trying to be the first lady and everything. Um, she obviously had to have some training about certain things. Uh, she revealed that in the book also, but, um, but yeah. So it takes a lot of strength to not want to, you know turn around and respond to everybody who's coming with a negative comment but it makes sense you know why give them that power you know? right why give but them that power still kudos to her because the amount of class and strength unprecedented <laughs> unprecedented amount honestly yeah um the next question from the listeners is what do you wish that people would stop asking you um about my weight I don't know people, but mostly family, mostly family. They love commenting on my weight. I don't know. I, <laughs> I wish they would stop asking like, oh, you know, if you put on 
Oh, when it's did you worst. get so big? Or it's the worst. Like, how about I how have... I'm doing? How, how about you ask me that? You <laughs> exactly. see me for the holidays. Hey, Denzel, how are you? Not right. man, Denzel, you've gained weight. <laughs> right. What you been eating lately? Like, um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why it's a thing in um in my family. The the first things to see you is coming about my weight. So that's it. I wish people would stop asking me about my weight. Yes. One. I learned that early, though. I learned that as a young boy, a young man. Um, you never ask a woman her age or her weight. That's, <laughs> that's, that's game. Hold on. For you young youngins out there, never ask a woman about her age or her weight. Never. <laughs> never. Even if they do women, I've seen women do this. How old do you think I am? It's a trap. It is a <laughs> trap, okay? Because they just want you to say the wrong thing so they can get on your case. It's a trap. <laughs> if you're a young person out there, I'm giving you, this is free game. Young people out there, young men, if a woman ever comes up to you and asks, how old do you think I am? Or even how much do you think I weigh? It is a trap. So for every woman, this is what you say. Every woman who comes up to you and asks, you say 18 and wait. Oh, uh, you know, I'm no good with numbers. You're good. You'll be good. <laughs> That's oh, that is free game. Oh, Go ahead. I have an, another one to add. Um, people, well, again, obviously friends and family um, or people in general who know that I'm trying to pursue, well, I'm pursuing med school. I'm still working on um, taking an MCAT in January, hopefully, and trying to move forward with that. Uh, everyone knows it's not an easy process, but... They always asking me, when am I um, finally going to get into med school? And they ask me random medical questions. And, and yeah, I mean, um, I understand. I have a bachelor's and I'm trying to go to med school. But, honey, I do not know why you have a tummy ache for a week straight. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I have nowhere in med school yet. And my process to get in med school i'm moving on my own time okay i wish i could rush and blink and wake up in somebody's medical school but it takes time so yes i wish people would stop asking me that because they would swear like aren't you in med school aren't you trying to get in med school why don't you know how to fix my broken ankle i don't know i'm sorry i am so sorry one day i promise i will know everything that is taught in the school i would youtube if i wanted to but i I recommend you go to a real doctor until, okay? Thank you. <laughs> That's crazy. That is, I could imagine like you just sitting like at Thanksgiving dinner, right? And like an aunt is like, man, my wrist hurts. Hey, Kira, aren't you in med school? Why does my wrist hurt? Like, fam, <laughs> are you serious? I don't know. Get a, Why don't you get an ace bandage? We right? got some we got some Ben Gay in the cabinet. Why don't you rub that on your wrist and you go see a real doctor? Don't ask okay. me. <laughs> Yeah, I could. Right. I, yeah. You know what's crazy? Family, like they, they just know how to like push your buttons better than any, <laughs> than any other. Like you could be so annoyed, you could hear all the noise from outside people, and be like yo, shut up. But like when family members say stuff to you, you just be like, I, you know, <laughs> you've known me my whole life. Why are you even asking me this? Right. Yo. Yes. That. That's what. That's family is hilarious. They. they it's, <laughs> It's nothing like your family. Everyone's family is like so unique. That's a, right. That's you gotta, you, you gotta love them. <laughs> Word. Well, you know. Well, well, you're right. <laughs>
<laughs> All right. So uh, the last question from the listeners um, is what songs, if any, can you say changed your life? Now, I haven't answered. I think I answered this question on air before. But you see the, the what I have in the background, this, this painting right here. Uh-huh. This is an album from um, Kanye West and Kid Cudi called Kids See Ghosts. And, on this, and one song on there is called Reborn. And I heard mm. that song in like 2019. You remember, I was like trying to lose weight. I was like uh-huh. trying to get my shit together. And the song Reborn literally just was like, wow, mm. I can I can be reborn. <laughs> so like that for me, I was like, I have to buy this, put it on the wall just so I can see it as a reminder. Like, like you're reborn. Like this came, this wasn't always you. This podcast wasn't always you. You weren't always as positive as you were. You know, you used to be a lot heavier. You know, you changed. You were reborn. So for you, what songs, if any, if any, can you say changed your life? Um, my song is a gospel song. Um, it's called I Need You by Donnie McClurkin. Right. Um, I think I was in college and I was going through like one of the darkest moments of my life. I can say I was, I've never been that low in my life before. So I don't know. Um, I, I can't remember how I heard the song. I don't know if it was a friend played it and I found it, but I remember hearing it for the first time and it really like touched my soul. Like I was crying like a baby and everything. And I listened to it for almost a whole week straight, like every day. And I don't know, like it kept, it gave me whatever little motivation I need to push and go through whatever I had to go through. And it became like that song in my life, you know? So even if I try to go jogging and I listen to it, I'm still going to get that power, that motivation that you could, you know, that little adrenaline flow through. So that song does it for me. Uh, I know it's a little corny, it's a gospel, you know, could have been a city girl song, but. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> we we here at the Bronx Boys Podcast support gospel music. We support loving God because God is the 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 best, literally. <laughs> and so we there's nothing to be ashamed about. We support all things related to loving God. He Amen. has provided everything for us so far. So how could you not? Sorry um, for all the atheists out there. No need to offend. Yeah, you, <laughs> know, know, you know what. You're right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Our bad. <laughs> um, hold on. One question I wanted to know. I asked you this before. What do you think about the close friends list? I see people, maybe they just love me. I don't know what it is. Maybe they just love me. People who I barely know putting me in their close friends list on Instagram. What do you think about the close friends list? Now, if it's just, you know what I'm saying, you got some 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 great content you know what i'm saying that you want to exclusively share that is amazing and i truly truly appreciate it but what do you think about the close friends like when you open up your phone and there's some random dude who you met maybe like four days ago and he put you in this close friends list what do you think about that i feel honored i'm excited when people put me in their close friends list like i feel exclusive they decide to show this to me and not everyone else how sweet and I don't even know you and you think of me you know I, I keep it there to my heart I appreciate all the the randoms that 
posts very great content on <laughs> on their close friends that I get to see only me. So I know some um a lot of the people who posted though um who have me in it. You're right. A lot of them I don't know, but majority of them are girls, and they're funny. Those are hilarious, and they talk a lot of trash, and they also, you know, have the sexy pictures up there, and I get to see it. I go ahead, sis. Okay, I see you with the booty pics and everything. Like, do your stuff. Do your stuff. I get an insight on their photo shoots and. Yeah. Well, um, Kira, this is what I'm going to need you to do. Uh, when we wrap it up here, uh, I'm going to need you to send me a list of the people who put you in their close friends <laughs> list. So I can hit that follow button and hopefully they put me in their close friends list. Because if they're giving out premium content, that is yeah. surely something that I would like to see. <laughs> a free only fan. That's what you want. <laughs> yeah, listen i am a fan but i don't really want to pay for it so if i could be an only <laughs> fan for free you you better believe it yeah. you better believe it <laughs> all right so miss clement thank you so much for coming on the show i truly truly appreciate it who would have thought two <laughs> two years ago we would have been on the same ship they would have came and got us at the same time and put us on the boat <laughs> and we would have we would have headed off the way we did and two years later i could have you on on my show and you could tell the good people about your journey so thank you for coming on the show thank um, you for having me i had fun today this is super cool you know i always support your podcast um yes i'm happy i met you now we both doing things and could you know blend our, our work somehow you make yeah. it work you know it's always good to have friends in high places and that's you Denzel you know <laughs> and you and you're gonna be the friend of my high place when uh, you give me that close friend list you got. that's for sure I know that I'll be like oh thank you Kira Ooh. <laughs> um so what we're gonna do when we wrap it up here we're gonna have you reiterate your name your creation name and all the places that the people can reach you the full <laughs> shameless plug let them know where you are and how they can reach you all right. Again, you can find me on Instagram at Royute underscore K, R-O-Y-A-U-T-E underscore K-A-Y. My cosmetics page is Crystal Aura Cosmetics, C-R-Y-S-T-A-L-A-U-R-A-C-O-S-M-E-T-I-S. C-S, sorry. Um, Crystal Aura Cosmetics. If you need the link to my website to see my... Um, Lip glosses, well, actually, I have a lot more um, stuff coming out. I have lashes coming out, lipsticks, uh, eyeshadow palette. So look out for it. You could find the link in my bio on both Instagrams. Um, you could also find me on Facebook at Kira Clement, K-E-I-R-A-C-L-E-M-E-N-T. And yeah, that's about it. That's great. <laughs> that is great. And it is tradition around here to let the guest... Choose a song that we end our podcast with today. So, Miss Clement, the honor is yours. What would you like to play for the good people out there? The the mood for the the podcast is so upbeat that I should find something more, you know, like uh, I don't know. Don't I want to change my song. Hold on, don't worry. <laughs> I, I got you covered. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I feel like I should get something more upbeat. 
I got you. I got you covered. Don't don't you don't you worry. Hold on. <laughs> you better not play. No, do we have music? Okay, you can play some city girls or something. One of them, two of them. You got out of No, you better find some Megan or something. You can play Don't Stop by Megan. Is that okay? That's fine. That is fine. Don't Stop by Megan Thee Stallion. Yes. I got you. No problem. No problem. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you once again for coming on the show, Miss Clement. I truly, truly appreciate you spending some time with me today. Much love to you, to your fam. Much success to you in the future. And don't forget to send me that close friends list. <laughs> Thanks for having me again, Denzel. And same to you, you know. I already know your business is going successful. So um um, hopefully the 2021 is double and triple your success you know so thanks for having me i had fun this is so homey <laughs> and i i would think twice about sending you my close friends this now that it's on the podcast people <laughs> might want to um <laughs> they might take me off that list so um i'm gonna think about it <laughs> all right don't think too long. Just you know, actually don't even think about it at all. Just send it. Don't even think about it. All right. Round of applause for Miss Kira Clement. Round of applause. Next on the docket, and I'm going to just say it really quickly. There were so many people in my um, DMs on social media saying, Denzel, I cannot wait to hear what you have to say about Nate Robinson. Listen, listen, okay? I am not going to say anything about that brother, Nate Robinson. I don't have much commentary. All I will say is Nate got whooped on so bad, I think that shit was racist. That's all I'll say. That is all I'll say. So we need to get Al Sharpton on the phone. Jesse Jackson, Barack Obama, and all other black world leaders to come and battle this racial injustice that happened to our good brother, Nate Robinson, because he got whooped on so bad by that white man. That shit was racist. That is all I got on that. Um, but what I do want to do is play um, a clip from Haha Davis. Haha Davis, if you guys are not familiar, is one of the funniest, 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 funniest um, Instagram, social media comedians and real life comedians as well. He is so funny. He is so funny, man. He is one of the best. Um, so I just want to play you this clip of he was watching the fight. So he was on Instagram live. He was watching the fight. And this was his reaction to watching what happened to Nate Robinson. I don't want to play that shit for you because he is so funny, man. He is so funny. And this shit was so great. So this is Haha Davis speaking on Nate Robinson as he was getting knocked out on IG live. Look how he did Nate. I'm with a noggin. Hey, Nate. Hey, cuz this shit a comedy. Oh, he, and then they say, oh, oh, he got melatonin in his glove. No, that laughter might've been real though. He might've punched on this nigga for real, bro. Ah, hey, y'all niggas is wildin'. That nigga Nate felt that bitch for real. He said, oh shit, I thought this shit was a game. 
Get distracted for Nate Nate. Oh my good. Nate Robinson. Yeah, he robbing us of our fucking $50. That's what he's doing right there. Oh my goddamn $50 back. Call me Jake Paul now. I'm ready to scrap. Oh, he bleed for real. He ready to be. Oh, shit. They went put some Kool Aid in his mouth. No, Nate. Oh my God. Fam, that shit was crazy, man. Shout out to Haha Davis, man. That shit was so funny. I was laughing so hard when I seen that, when I seen what he was speaking on on IG Live as the fight was happening, man. It was hilarious, man. But, man, Nate, you know, hey, hey, bro, he went out there. He had heart. He had heart. He had the guts to do it, to step in front of that man with no prior experience and um you know actually try his hand at boxing but man what a what an event man what an event that was that shit was so wild bro that shit was so wild but uh you know much love to the brother man much love to the brother nate robinson great basketball player i remember watching him play for the knicks but uh boxing boxing is not for everyone and it's not for the faint of heart so all I got to say is, man, I hope the bag was worth it. I hope that the bag was worth it. And last on the docket, we are going to get into our NFL predictions. Last week was such a better week for me, okay? In week 11, I had a horrible week, my worst week so far, with a record of 6-8. and eight. Week 12, I was determined to turn that around, and I did. I went 10-6 and six last week on picks. Much, much better. Um, bringing my record overall for the year to 104, 72, and 1. Pretty darn good, I must say. Um, so now we're going to get into Week 13's game. We're trying to breeze through them. Um, first game on Sunday. Oh, even just to backtrack a little bit. So the Steelers game, remember, was supposed to be um, thir- Thanksgiving night. Then it got moved to Sunday afternoon. Then it got moved to Monday. And it was finally played on Wednesday, and the Steelers won. And, uh, man, it was it's good for my Steelers, but it was really difficult. So I think that this is really a blemish on them. And and before we even talk about it, my guy, Bud Dupree. My guy, Bud Dupree, tore his ACL. That's a Pittsburgh Steelers linebacker for people who aren't aware. My man, Bud Dupree, tore his ACL, man. I'm so hurt for the brother. He was playing so well. He was playing so well. And Devin Bush, another Steelers linebacker, high draft pick towards ACL as well. So the season is gru- is grueling, man. The Steelers are still undefeated. I'm so glad that they did win because you know I was t- popping that shit to Abigail last pod, <laughs> and because she's a Ravens fan. What if I was popping all that shit and the Steelers lost? But still, they won. But they did lose a- another vital piece. I just hope that they can get through the end of the season. F the undefeated record at this point. F it. Just, just get to the regular season healthy so we can do well in the playoffs. And that's what I got on the series, though. Um, for Sunday's game, let's just run through it. The first game is the New Orleans Saints and the Atlanta Falcons. I will take the New Orleans Saints. Next game, Detroit Lions and the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears are going back to Mitchell Trubisky, who they replaced with Nick Foles. Nick Foles hurt his hip. Um, and they're going back to Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky has beat the Lions previous uh in previous games before he's played actually pretty well against detroit um and detroit is in in turmoil right now because they lose they lose a lot of games they have a really bad record four and seven and they just fired their coach matt patricia and their gm so i don't know what they're going to look like usually those teams who 
um, teams who fire their coach the next game they always play better they always play like motivated so I this is a really tough game for me I'm going to take I will take the Detroit Lions to win this game I will take the Detroit Lions to win this game in the Chicago Colts I will still take Detroit next game Indianapolis Colts Houston Texans I will take the Indianapolis Colts uh, Las Vegas Raiders against the New York Jets I will take the Las Vegas Raiders Tennessee Titans and the Cleveland Browns this is going to be a good game both of these teams play similar run the football a lot play action and the bend but don't break defense i will take the tennessee titans to win because derrick henry is on another level next game the cincinnati Bengals against the miami dolphins i will take the miami dolphins uh jacksonville jaguars and the minnesota vikings i will take the minnesota vikings los angeles rams and the arizona cardinals both of these teams are going to play hungry they're going to play hungry because arizona had a, a bad loss um last week to the new england patriots which completely caught me off guard and the um the la rams had a really bad loss against the san francisco 49ers so these are both teams in the same division with a lot to prove man this is a really difficult game to pick but i'm gonna take the los angeles rams to win this game i'm gonna take the rams to win i think that the rams will win they'll put Jalen ramsey on d hop try their best to take him out of the game keep Kyler Murray in the pocket with Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd and I think they'll do enough to win next game New York Giants and the Seattle Seahawks I will take the Seattle Seahawks next game Philadelphia Eagles and the Green Bay Packers I will take the Green Bay Packers uh the Los Angeles Chargers and the New England Patriots now this is difficult because it seems like Bill Belichick mercs rookie quarterbacks and he has a really good defense for mobile quarterbacks Justin Herbert's a rookie. He's playing fantastic numbers-wise, but team-wise, they're, they're not doing much. But Patriots going on the road. I will take the LA Chargers to win this game. I'll take the Chargers. Um, the Sunday night football game is going to be the Denver Broncos and the Kansas City Chiefs. I will take the Chiefs. Monday night football will be the Washington football team against the Pitts. Berg Steelers you already know the vibrations even though they're coming off a very very short week and they just got a big injury but I'm you already know the vibrations I'm taking the Steelers um the that was the early Monday night game now the late Monday night game is going to be the Buffalo Bills and the San Francisco 49ers um I will take the Buffalo Bills to win and the two there so the schedule is in flux so there's just going to be a Tuesday night game which will be the Dallas Cowboys and the Baltimore Ravens. Now, I will take Baltimore even if Lamar Jackson doesn't play. Is, is he, his status is still in flux, remember, because he tested positive for COVID. Um, but I'm still, I will take the Ravens to beat the Cowboys without Lamar Jackson. That's how well they played shorthanded against the Steelers. So I will take Baltimore to beat Dallas regardless. And the Thursday night football game, to get a head start on uh, week 14's game is the New England Patriots and the LA Rams. Another one that's kind of difficult. This is a Super Bowl rematch. I'm going to take the LA Rams again, though. I'll take them again to beat the Pats. So um, those are my picks. Hopefully I have a really good week like to build upon last week. And um, again, I must say it and I'll say it and I'll say it and I'll say it again. If you are a betting person out there, you like to put a little money down on football games. That's cool. Um, but just keep in mind, if you place a bet based off what Denzel says about football 
and you lose money, I will not help you recoup. Very important to say. Very, very important to say. So if you want to put some money down based off what I'm saying off this microphone, buyer beware because <laughs> I could fuck around and have another horrible week picking games and you lose some money. Don't be mad at me now. Don't be mad. So if you are a betting person out there and you like to put money down on football games, that's cool. That's fun. But if you want to listen, take my advice, just keep it in mind that if you lose money, Denzel will not help you recoup. All right. All right. We're on the same page. That's great. And that, guys, will wrap it up. Episode number 43 of the Bronx Bias podcast is in the books. I want to say thank you again to Miss Kira Clement for coming on the show. So glad to have you. So good to talk to you. I wish you nothing but success in the future. Thank you guys for listening, for tuning in. Thank you to all the essential workers out there. Thank you to uh, all the people who like, subscribe, share, and support. Thank you to everyone who is active on social media with me. Thank you to all the people out here using their voices to affect change in a positive way. And we got one more month left. One more month left in 2020. Let's just make it through without any without losing any more people, without any more catastrophic events. Let's just make it the fuck through 2020, this last month, without any more t- big turmoil. And we'll start a brand new in 2021. I'm going to fade you guys out with a great, great song. This is Kira Clement's Choice. It is called Don't Stop by Megan The Stallion featuring Young Thug. And this has been the Bronx Bias Podcast, episode number 43. Have a great week and a great weekend out there. We are out. Real hot girl shit. Uh, I got a stank ass walk and a reckless ass mouth. And my shit so tight. When we fuck my pussy talk, I don't even say what's up. I just tell him what I want. Cause I got another nigga that's gonna do it if he don't. Uh, attitude bad, pussy too good. When he say fuck me, I tell him fuck me good. Chase these niggas, I wish I would. Bad bitch like me, host, wish they could. She's cast with me, I need gas to see. And I'm all with a daddy, she a bastard to me. He ain't fucking him right, bitch, pass him to me. Real niggas love me from the H to the D. Don't stop. Pop that cat, mm, mm, just like that, mm, mm, shake that shit, mm, mm, work it, bitch, don't stop, pop that cat, mm, mm, just like that, mm, mm, shake that shit, mm, mm, work it, bitch. Just for the day, see, gotta go, roll a spade, catch a cold, what's rock chains, let me see, pink in the brain, I'll baby mama's ain't the same, now she like, baby, that ice my chain, she about to come and give me top like a crane, you a bitch and a whole bunch of game, shake what you got there, gay, yo, and I'm an ice show, reach like a play. Got my yammy ass layers, now the ass is fat like an acre. Come to the spot that we can lay up, not cream that puss like me. Ever since I got my cake up, I've been running these bitches like me. Don't stop, hatchback, taking that ass on Snapchat. Off the strip and shaking that ass, what you do for these rats? rats. What my thoughts set, I just free this bitch like a bird. Yeah, yeah. What my thoughts set, when me hit it for the best, say slash, slash. Don't stop, pop that cat, mm. Just like that, mm, mm, shake that shit, mm, mm, work it, bitch. Don't stop, pop that cat, mm, mm.
mm, just like that, mm, mm, shake that shit, mm, hey, work it, bitch. Come on, throw him like AC, give me big head like IT, lick, lick, lick me till I scream, twist his tongue like I, I mean, I mean, my body so out of this world, change my act name to Astro Girl, people sound way too full of myself, you're right, and I ain't even made it to dessert, Buffy no angel, start no spangle, 40 inch weave by killing on tango, call my drug dealer boyfriend on tango, use the tahine when I'm eating a mango, yeah, I get jealous, if you ate it real good, I can't help it, any bitch you fucking with, you need to get it, before I come through and shit get hit. don't stop, pop that cat, mm, mm, just like that, mm, mm, shake that shit, mm, mm, work it, bitch, don't stop, pop that cat, mm, mm, just like that, mm, mm, shake that shit, mm, mm, work it, bitch, don't stop, pop that cat, mm, mm, just like that, mm, mm, shake that shit, mm, mm, work it, bitch, don't stop, pop that cat, mm, mm, just like that, mm, mm, shake that shit, mm, mm, work it, bitch.